Hey, you guys, I'm Kayla and I'm Kelly from Wildfire, and you're listening to Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Please like us on Facebook where you can click the anchor link to leave us a voicemail. You can follow us on Twitter at StayTunedTNH. You can even email the show at StayTunedTNH at gmail.com. You can find our merchandise at tchip.com and by searching Stay Tuned. A big thank you to Jesus Perez for helping to set that up for us. And if you need any artistic help, you can look him up on Facebook at Ace in the Hole Signs and Graphics or Dirty Baby Original. And his website is aceintheholesigns.com. We are available on all major podcast platforms, including Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. So please make sure to share, subscribe, rate, and review. We appreciate your support. Now, let's get into the show. Stay tuned with Troy and Howie, and uh, Troy, how's it going? It's going well, man, and uh, you are back and refreshed and better than ever, right? Uh, you know what? I do feel a little refreshed, um, but I'll tell you what, uh, vacation always tells me that, man, I can't wait till I retire. Right? You know? I mean... It's not fair that you have to work how many years to, only, to, re- to retire and only enjoy 10 of it, right? Yeah, right? <laughs> 10 if you're lucky. <laughs> Right. And uh, I'll be honest with you, I'm probably not the one that's going to be ever retired, I think. You know, it's just one of those... You're not one of those people? I don't think so, but I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I mean, uh, on a beach in the Caribbean or something, that might convince me differently. It's so. it's, it's a weird conversation to have, or I should say an interesting conversation to have, because I know... Um, it, you know, with my job, I meet a lot of different people and, yep. and talk to a lot, of, and, and a lot of them are retired or whatever. And um, sure, some people like it just like drives them crazy. Like they got to be doing something. Like they're just they're, they get you know tied up at home and it just makes them go nuts. And other people are like, oh man, this is the best thing ever. Like, you know? <laughs> I know, but, um, I know. I'm talking. My neighbor, uh, you know, lives across the street who's retired. And well, in fact, a couple of my neighbors and you and you guys all know Andy, who's also retired. Yep. Uh, I would say those two folks are enjoying retirement very much. Uh, the guy across the street, he bought himself uh, like a classic T-Bird, and mm-hmm. he, he gets that car out every time it's nice and sunny and takes it for a drive. Uh, my neighbor, Andy, uh, in fact, he just went on vacation again. He's uh, Oh, my gosh, yeah, that he's, guy. Uh, he's headed to Aruba as we speak. In fact, he boarded the plane this morning. and nice. uh, Yeah, so he'll be there for two weeks. And, um, you know, so they're, they're enjoying life. I, you know what? I think a lot of it has to do uh, with if you have, if you planned correctly yeah, and, and you have the money and you have the little nest egg oh. set aside that you can do that kind of stuff. You can just spoil yourself a little bit, then right? Just spoil you know? yourself a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Most yeah the wife and I, the wife and I had actually just were talking about this a little bit the other day and, um, we thought about, you know. What if we just get like a some sort of RV or something we can live in, right? Oh, and um, you know, every year you just pick a couple states and go for a month or something yeah, somewhere. Yeah, and just, you know what I mean. Like, 
you know, just take the summer off for a month and just pick a couple states mm-hmm. each 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 year, you know, and just knock each one off your list. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, that would be really cool. And then uh, what would you do? You would just keep the house or you would? Yeah, keep the house, okay. you know, um, you know, just get somebody to look after it for however long you're gone, whether it's a couple weeks or, you know, a month or month and a half or however long it takes to, to travel to the states that you're going to. You yeah. Know? And just hit some, you know, historical landmarks or yep. just, you know. Just literally just spend some time away and just kind of, you know, live a different lifestyle for a little bit because, you know, you're in a different state and not comfortable in your surroundings all the time, you know? Mm -hmm. Most definitely. Yeah. I mean, is that, is that the type of vacation you like to do is just go to different landmarks, different places you've never Um, seen or? I typically do. Um, Right. Lately, we've been stuck on the beach thing because I think, um, Mm -hmm. you know, the kids really just enjoy going somewhere where it's warm and they have pools and that type of thing um but i we have recently discussed you know the idea of going to different states or different landmarks or such Mm -hmm. just to kind of you know um i don't know educate ourselves and kind of um you know teach you know teach the kids a little bit about you know there's not there's more to just going on vacation than going to the beach all the time you know that is so true uh yeah and even when i do go to the beach i always want to make it something a little i want i want to make it a little more memorable than just laying on the sand and going into water yeah you know so i mean speaking of that real quick um did you hear about the two horrible tragedies down in ocean city um just i think it was just two weeks ago maybe been within last week one, not so much a tragedy as much because um, I think it was like a 10, I lie, it was like a 13-year-old girl mm-hmm. just in knee-high water, and um, she got attacked. Well, I shouldn't say attacked. She got bit by a shark. Oh, wow. Um, she had like 47 stitches or 42 stitches in her leg. Oh, my gosh. Um, and she's fine. And What kind of shark? <sighs> Something tells me I heard it was a bull shark. Okay. I was going to say, they're the more aggressive ones, uh, so okay. it wouldn't surprise me. Uh you know, I know like sand tiger sharks are not as aggressive, but they obviously right. they can do damage. Uh, the great whites obviously are are what they are, but I think yeah. bull sharks are the most aggressive. Well, th- there's a movie, uh, a documentary coming out on. Um, boy, oh boy, something tells me it's Amazon Prime, but don't quote me on that. But it's a movie by um, Eli Roth, the director mm-hmm. Eli Roth, and it's a it's called Finn, okay. and it's um, a documentary on how. People are literally catching sharks and just getting them for their fins, like oh, just literally, yeah. and just killing, taking off the fins and killing these, and they throw them back in the water, and of course they can't survive because they need that fin. Yeah, exactly. And um, it's from what he was saying on the interview I was listening to, it's actually leading to a point where if it continues at this rate, it'll it, it'll cause the extinction extinction of, of uh, sharks. Oh wow! And uh, this, he said, it's very similar to was that in the seventies when the whole save the whale thing was going on? Yeah, sixties maybe. Um, you know about how people were just you know hmm. catching whales and it was getting close to the extinction of whales until everybody started you know chipping in and helping with that. So right. But he, anyway, in the interview, he also did state that, that typically sharks, sharks aren't very aggressive to people at all. No. He says typically when people get bit, it's because it's more out of a curiosity thing. Mm-hmm. Like they see, and they want to make, like they don't know, is this thing dead? Is this something I can eat? Is this, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, my wife and I, we had an encounter with a shark, um, which happens to be a pretty aggressive shark. It was a hammerhead. Okay. And uh, we were in Fort Lauderdale at the beach. 
and we were swimming and uh and there was a surfer out near where we were swimming we like to kind of go a little bit deep out off the shore and uh, while we're swimming, uh, we're under, and uh, the surfer guy that was on a surfboard, he was like, Hey, you know what? Check this out. There's a shark down here. And I'm like, Wow. All right. Well, this guy doesn't seem so scared. So it must be okay. <laughs> so, right. so I'm swimming underwater. And sure enough, it was like a six foot long uh, hammerhead. Wow. And, uh, and I was like, Oh my gosh, this thing is cool. And then it ended up swimming away. And, uh, and the guy said, yeah, those are probably the most dangerous sharks around here. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. Thanks for telling me to come closer. Yeah. Dude. I'm like, uh, <laughs> yeah. And I'm thinking, you know what? Maybe he did save my life in a bit because in a way, because, uh, I probably would have frantically tried to swim towards shore and that shark would have probably picked up on that. And, uh, who knows what mm-hmm. would have happened. So maybe it was good that I was nice and relaxed and was able to check this out. So. That's a good point, yeah, because yeah. they probably do, when, you know, just like they say that a lot of times with dogs or something silly, right? Like, yeah. you know, if you go to a dog and, and the dog senses, senses fear, it scares them. Oh, yeah. So a lot of way, you know, their, their mechanism right away is to attack you because you're, you're afraid of them, they're afraid of you, and, and there's a lot of weird energy going on yeah, there. Yeah, most definitely. So, so, yeah, I mean, maybe it's very similar with sharks. Maybe they, you know, they can sense that, sense that mm-hmm. you know, you're not afraid. You're just kind of doing your thing, and yeah. and there's no weird energy going on there. So I'll just go about my business and be on my way. You know, <laughs> yeah, without a doubt. So, but, uh, but, hey, but I, um, I'll tell you what. I, I like the adrenaline rush of things, and uh, that, that is, I know, uh, I, I love the landmarks. Like you had talked about going to different places on vacation, but there's mm-hmm. always that one thing I want to do that's always like an adrenaline rush of some sort, and that's kind of like what I always focus on with vacation. <laughs> And, yeah, uh, I saw your uh, your videos of the jet skis. This oh week. yeah! Oh my gosh! Uh, I'll tell you what, it makes me. Uh, I am gonna wait until fall comes around, fall or winter, because I would imagine that's when you're gonna find them at their cheapest. Uh, yeah. But I definitely want a jet ski. I I definitely want to have something where I can take it around here. Like you know, we have a a lake called Blue Marsh. Uh, yep. which is perfect for jet skiing. Uh can do that every weekend or, or you know during the day if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Uh or you know it, when we take a trip to the beach, you know, take it with us. It was such a fun experience. Uh I had that thing throttled as high as it goes. I bet you wide I, open. Oh yeah, I had it as I had it going as fast as I could and it's hitting waves and there's times where I'm like 5, 6, 7, 8 feet above the waves after I'm hitting them, boom, and then flying across. It was, oh, my gosh, uh, it was a lot of fun. There was a time I even flipped it. And uh, and even if you wreck those things, they're a lot of fun. You know, you just yeah. kind of fall off of it, and, you, you you know, you got your life vest on, and you just go back to the jet ski and climb back on and start all over again. As long as there's those gators waiting for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So. Hey, I know we kind of mentioned this before uh, we recorded, and then we didn't. I didn't mention that we were going to talk about this real quick um, mm-hmm. during the recording. But I think it's worth mentioning um, as we're recording this here this morning. What is it, August eighth? Yeah. Um, we just found out that uh, Bobby Bowden had died. Yeah. Um, the longtime coach of uh, Florida State, uh, ninety-one years old. It's reported that it was from pancreatic cancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is not official. That's just what uh, is being you know um, assumed at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he, when he retired, I, I think he was the all-time winningest coach mm-hmm. at his retirement, which was in 2009. 
Yeah. Um, and then um, he was then passed by Joe Paterno. Uh, but he does end his um, head coaching career with 377 wins mm. in college football, which ranks second right now. Yeah. And uh, two national titles, one in 1993 and one in 1999. And, uh, I mean, just to think he was the coach at Florida State from 1976 to 2009. Think about all I mean, the great professional Hall of Famers that he coached yeah. or he even recruited. Yeah, I mean, some of the ones that are even, you know, not just Hall of Famers, but guys that are, like, you know, possibly considered the best ever play of the game. One yeah. being, uh, uh, I guess we could get into our birthdays right away, too, if we want to. Like, sure. I know we were going to go to something else first, but we can go to birthdays if we want to because sure. one of those Hall of Famers is uh, Deion Sanders, yeah. like 53 years yeah. old. Um, so let's uh, let's play the birthday music and All we'll right, get into some other ones real quick. That here, okay? Yeah, I mean, uh, Dion, Neon Dion. Happy birthday, happy birthday. Oh yes, it's your day. I hope that it's okay. Though it's so cliche, make good things come your way. So have a happy, 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 happy. That's so funny. Um, yeah, so as I was mentioning, yeah. So tomorrow, Deion Sanders, you know, one of the all-time greats in the NFL, he'll turn fifty-three. And um, also tomorrow, we had some other pretty big names I thought worth mentioning: uh, Sam Elliott, uh, the great yeah. actor, he'll be seventy-six years old tomorrow. Wow! And Anna Kendrick, who's made a nice little name for herself, uh, she'll be thirty-five years old okay. tomorrow. And, and what is she uh, famous on? Uh, well, she would have been. Um, the, the voice of uh, the trolls, uh, Poppy. Okay. The, the girl, the girl troll in the trolls movies, Poppy. Sure. Uh, she was in um, Pitch Perfect. Okay. Um, that was another big one she was in. But you'd also recognize her in some other films as well. Uh, if you pull her up and see her picture, you know exactly who she is. Yeah. Um. And then a legend um, that we actually lost on my wife's birthday in 2012, February 11th. Oh. Um, her birthday would be tomorrow as well, and that would be the great Whitney Houston. Yeah, oh um, my gosh. born on August ninth, nineteen sixty three, and uh, I mean, what a powerful voice that girl had, right? Like, amazing voice, uh, and just a shame that she got all caught up into the uh, drug scene. And absolutely, and I don't know. I mean, do you blame Bobby Brown for that, or or who do you? No, like, yeah, I mean, what do you? Like why or how she got involved? Yeah, I mean it's it's just something that um, just you hear too many tragic stories about some of these greats that just you know have it's it seems like they have life on a silver platter and just mm-hmm. cannot get out of their own way with some of these drug and alcohol issues and such and it's it's a shame. It is it really. Um, is. And then and then ended up and then and then her daughter ended up dying. You know what? About a year or two later. Um, from yeah. the same thing yeah i mean just, so yeah I mean, crazy. It, it does tell you that you know like the drug and alcohol uh you know scene it, it is hereditary in many cases where yeah if you if you got uh it's just, someone in it's your a learned behavior abuses, right it's very yeah. much a learned behavior yeah um but it can also be you know a neurological situation too because uh you know if if your if your parent drank while they were pregnant, 
with you. It, it could definitely affect you. I mean, that's where you sure. have uh, folks with fetal alcohol syndrome and uh, all mm. sorts of uh, complications related to drugs and alcohol. Uh, and yeah, it's a shame that, you know, I, I wonder, I wonder what Whitney Houston's uh, family life was like as far as her parents and when her growing up and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a shame um, that she went through that. Yeah, it is. And so, um, yeah, Whitney Houston, what an icon in the, um, in the business of, of music and, and even dabbled into the uh, acting realm a little bit too. But, mm-hmm. um, so she was only 48 at the time of her death, oh 48 gosh. years old. That's just, that's just incredible. Yeah. Um, and how many years ago did she die? It will be, actually it'll be 10 next oh, February. Wow. It'll be 10 years next February. Yeah. Okay. Um, Mm. So and yeah, and her daughter Bobby Christina Brown. Um, so she, you know she was born March fourth, nineteen ninety three, and she died July twenty sixth, twenty fifteen. So she was only twenty two years old. Yeah. Um, mm. And you know, same thing, just kind of overdosed. And if I'm not mistaken, I think they kind of each died in a bathtub or something too. She did. Or, they they found her yeah. in a bathtub. Uh, in fact, I almost just, think didn't Bobby Brown find her? Uh, yeah. You're probably I th- right. I think it, I think You're it probably was. Right. I, I don't remember fully, but I for sure for some reason I think it was Bobby Brown. Yeah. Which and I, mean, then, I couldn't um, imagine that either. Yeah. So um, you know th- their birthdays are tomorrow, the ones I just mentioned. But today's birthdays, we actually have some pretty big names too. We have uh, Sean Mendez, who will be 23. Yeah. Um, Roger Federer. I mean, a tennis great. Um, 39 years old and and still going right yeah. like. Yeah, I mean, like, I honestly, I, tennis... I, for some reason, that Roger Federer seems to be ha, seemed to be in my life ever since I was born, and I'm here. I am. I'm a lot older yeah. than him, so. But, but... like, I, I remember pretty much, you know, as I was growing up, when tennis stars got to be in their early 30s. Yeah, like, that was it. Yeah, like, they were done. They were they were washed up. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, but well, now we got guys like Roger Federer at 39 still hanging around, and still be, winning tournaments. Yeah, I mean, you guys, Roger Federer, Tom Brady. I mean, you take care yeah. of yourself. You can you can play well, for look, a long time. I mean, that's what sports science has done, right? Yeah. I yeah. mean, all these guys just you know taking pristine care of their body, and to think about it, like why wouldn't they, right? Because yeah, this is how they earn a living, and if they can continue to build up that, as we were talking about that nest egg, you know. And, and still retire at a, at, you know, let's say Brady, I don't know, what did he just turn, 44, 45, something like that? I think like he's that? 45. Yeah. So let's say let's say this is his last year. He retires at 45, but he got a good, solid, almost 25 years of playing time in the NFL. Like, you just don't see that. Mm-hmm. I mean, guys are lucky to make 20. I know. He's coming up on 25, almost 30 years at this point. Like I know, I know. And uh, I, I just saw an interview recently about him or from him. And uh, he was saying, you know what? I'm still enjoying football. And as long as I'm enjoying playing, I'm going to continue playing. It's like, you know what? More power to you, Tom. Uh... And, yeah, and you know what? He's probably, uh, and, and not to take away from his time in New England, but he's probably enjoying it more now because he gets a peep. I'm sure he gets a little bit more of a say now. Yeah, yeah. And and not only that, but I think as you get older and realize you're getting, you're getting towards the, the twilight of your career, the end of your career, you kind of probably take the little things. You probably appreciate the little things a oh, lot yeah. more. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Like walking out onto that field one more time and just kind of smelling it. And mm-hmm. When the pads crack for the first time, you know, just little yeah. stuff like that. You probably just 
oh, you know, this might be the last time I hear that. This might be the last time I feel that, you know? Like, and I think for someone like him, it's a lot easier for him to walk on that field because, you know what, I've already done it all. I've already won Super Bowl after Super Bowl. Uh, I can actually sit back and actually enjoy this scene now, you know? Yep. and And just... And I think the way he plays, he plays so loose and relaxed. Yeah, you know yeah. what? Kind of reminds me. I don't know if you ever heard this story about Joe Montana uh, during the Super Bowl. Uh, they were in the huddle, and I think it was like a crucial time. I don't even know if they might even have been down at that time. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he's looking around in the huddle, and then uh, just out of nowhere, in the middle of the Super Bowl, he looks up. He goes, "Hey, I think that's John Candy sitting in the stands." And uh, and it just kind of loosened the entire team up that was in that huddle. And it was like, oh, yeah, that is him. And, and they weren't even focused on football at that point. And it's like, okay, mm-hmm. let's go out and just make this play and, and win this game. And obviously, <laughs> you know, Joe Montana, uh, in typical fashion, does that. So. Right. <laughs> and um, one more big birthday uh, for today. And that's Dustin Hoffman, at oh. 83 years old, Howie. Yeah. Can you believe that? 83. I know. I know. He, I'll tell you what, the boy looks good for 83. I'll say, and, and I didn't realize, like, I know he has been around and he's done some movies, but I did not realize he was in the 80 range. I would have guessed late 60s, maybe mid to early 70s. Yeah. Um, but when I, when I saw 83, when I was looking that up this morning, I'm wow, that's... I did not see him being 83. Like you said, he looks great. Yeah, he like, does. He really does. Um, I mean, the, the iconic Rain Man character, right? Oh, my gosh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know anybody could have pulled that off any better than him. That was that <laughs> no. was perfect casting. Yeah, and you think about it. I could still see his like facial expressions during that movie, yeah. too. It was, I yeah. mean, it, it was the perfect. He, yeah, he, he had to have done a lot of studying. Uh, yeah, uh, in the mental health field for that one, you know, I would think so, and it's very similar, and it reminds me of another character, and uh, is is the Forrest Gump, like with Tom Hanks playing Forrest Gump, like I, yeah, it, it's hard. Like you have these iconic movies, Rain Man, Forrest Gump, or whatever, and they deal with somebody that has a mental uh, disability or whatever. Yeah, and you can't see anybody else after you see that. You can't see anybody else playing that role at that point because they yeah. do such a fantastic job. And um, could you imagine? Can you imagine trying to picture that movie with anybody else at this point? Like, <laughs> no, it's funny because as you were saying that, I was trying to think who the only person that comes to my mind that could possibly pull it off would be Tom Hanks, the Rain Man character yeah. you're talking about. Yeah, and and you know why? And it's only because you've seen him play the the Forrest Gump character, yeah, exactly, right? Exactly. Exactly. So, 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 I mean, kudos to those guys. Cause that, they did a heck of a job. I mean, they really did. They, they pulled those roles off flawlessly. And if I'm not mistaken, I both, they, I think they both got, um, um, Academy Awards for those movies. I, I'm pretty sure. I'm sure they did. Yeah. I don't know for yeah. sure though. And they had to get best actor, at least nominations, mm-hmm. at least. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, what was uh, was Tom Cruise? Yeah, Tom Cruise was the uh, the brother in Rain Man, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Because he did a great job too. Oh, Tom Cruise is amazing. And hey, don't forget that his movie's coming up shortly. Yes. Top the, Gun. Uh, the, the reboot of Top Gun. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm actually looking forward to seeing that. But uh, um, yeah. So I tell you, I think. Um, 
I don't know if you want to get into uh, this one little incident that happened in history next, or do you want to? Um, what do you want to do here? Well, you know you what? Tell me. Uh, why don't we? Uh, why don't we take a quick break, and then when we come back, we'll we'll jump right into that incident, and uh, we'll we'll come in and uh, play the music to that particular uh, group, and uh, go from there. Sounds good. That's the plan. All right. Sounds good. So uh, we'll be right back after this brief message. This takes me, Troy. Takes me to the locker room on a Friday night before a football I game. <laughs> I bet it. I bet it. Uh, we, um, we would have we would be in the locker room and uh, and the and the lights would be completely off and we'd be playing Enter Sandman and yep. it would just be blue. And I'll tell you what, Metallica, man, they got up, it just got us hyped up and ready to go yeah. and focus. For sure. I love Metallica. I mean, hey, that little clip that we played there coming out of the break there, that was almost like, hey, that's a good new intro right there. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know that's what I was um, thinking. But yeah, that's, that's a great tune. But um, the reason that we're playing that tune, because um, quite an incident happened, uh, what, let's see, 29 years ago? Uh, August 8th, 1992. Yeah. Um, so August 8th, they're in uh, Montreal, Metallica, and they're touring with Guns N' Roses. And as this article I'm reading from Loudwire states, Nirvana was almost joined, joining them on this tour as well. So could oh you imagine gosh. this tour, first of all, Nirvana, Guns N' Roses, and Metallica, right? First of all, um, Nirvana and Metallica opening for Guns N' Roses? Or however, right? Yeah, I mean, like, you could have you could have altered that any way you wanted to. And it Absolutely. wouldn't matter. I mean... 100%. 100%. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so, anyway, they're on tour, and, and uh, they happen to be in Montreal this night. And um, this whole time, and this whole tour, Axel's dealing with a sore throat. And something's not right. And uh, they actually canceled a few dates. Guns N' Roses did. Canceled mm-hmm. a few dates because of uh, Axel not feeling well with his throat. Anyway, back to the story. August 8th. Uh, they're in the middle of this song that you just heard, Fade to Black. Yep. Metallica is. Um pronouns are terrible. you got to use the names of the bands here. Let's go. Metallica <laughs> is in the middle of uh, Fade to Black. And um, it says in this article here that kind of James Hetfield, the lead singer, just kind of lost his bearings, forgot where he was on the stage. Yeah. And during this one part of the song, the pyro goes off, and he's standing right at the pyro. And he ends up getting second and third degree burns, and uh, they immediately stop the show. And... Um, you know, they ended up. I think they. I think they ended up canceling like eight shows after that, and he still ended up uh, coming back and, and playing after yeah. those eight shows. Um, he couldn't play guitar, obviously, because of all the bandages and stuff on his arms from the burns. But what had happened was um, Guns N' Roses usually had a little bit of a break between the set when Metallica would play and when they'd come out, mm-hmm. and uh, they used to come out early. They just uh, just came out at their normal time, whatever that type of thing. Yeah. And uh, then they even stopped the show early because of Axel's throat and said that he, you know, didn't feel well. His, his throat was sore, 
And next thing you know, there's a riot in Montreal. They're flipping cars, <laughs> they're smashing windows, they're looting stores, uh, everything. And yeah. it led, led, led to a lot of bad blood between uh, Guns N' Roses and Metallica. Wow. And uh, I'm curious. I don't. I don't know um, where they stand now, but um, I, don't know. I wonder if there's still uh, some some bad blood there. That's um, a good question because uh, really both of them are still touring strong and playing. And uh, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, right now Guns N' Roses is out there. In fact, they just recently played in our area. Uh, yeah, here in Hershey, uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah, last last Saturday. Yeah, as a matter of fact, yeah. And uh, so. Yeah, it's just, uh, they would be still a nice, they would be a great draw even today. Yeah. Yeah, I, w- I wonder, um, you know, if anybody has any information on uh, if there's still some bad blood between them, I mean, as we're just talking about it, you know, feel free to you know email us and us up on social media, wherever. Yeah. Because um, I'd be interested to know. And in fact, you know, when we're done recording here, I might look into it. But um, that that's crazy just to think. You know, just just like that, like um, you know, know. just uh, those flames come up and just engulfing you, and uh, that had to be scary, right? Yeah, I I always think about the uh, Pepsi commercial with Michael Jackson. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, was another pyrotechnic uh, concern, and uh, that obviously, what was it? Was it uh, White Snake or who was that? That uh, that club burned down to the ground. Oh, Great White, Great White, yeah. Uh, you know, just uh, yeah. To me, to, for the life of me, I still don't know how Kiss hasn't had one of those incidents with all yeah. the pyro. Yeah, because they're they're the ones that were really got popular for bringing all the pyro and the show and everything like that to to their um, to their concerts. Oh yeah. Um, you know, and that's where like as I grew up, I wasn't a huge Kiss fan, and I'm still not. But I appreciate them more for, you know, as I got older and kind of knowing some of their background and what they've done and some of the music they've produced. However, that being said, even when I wasn't really a Kiss fan, if they're, I would I would go to see them in a heartbeat because I know they would put on a fantastic show. Oh, you know? yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, and I've seen Kiss. I've seen them. They opened, okay. up, uh, they opened up for Aerosmith. Uh, okay. The one year. And, uh, and I obviously, I went for Aerosmith. I'm a huge fan of them. And mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, Kiss puts on a good show. I mean, obviously their pyrotechnics is fun to watch, and honest and and probably their little antics on the stage with their makeup and all that. Yep, that probably is what sells what they perform. You know? Yeah, it, I think so. I think, I think so. so. But I think it's almost like it's um that makeup and that show that they put on almost kind of draws away from the fact that they are actually really good musicians. Too. Yeah, they are. Yeah. And, if you uh, hear them on the radio, uh, without all that stuff visually, right. you know, they're still good. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's just, it's kind of like one of those things where like, uh, you know, but Hey, you know, Gene Simmons is, you know, the marketing genius behind that whole mess there. And, uh, oh, yeah. say what you will, but that band, Pulls in a lot of money off of whether it's merch or marketing or concerts or music or any way that guy can figure out to make money, he's doing it. By so. far the best marketing band out there ever. It yeah. has to be, right? Yeah. I, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. I mean, they even sell Kiss cough, coffins, if I remember correctly. Uh, yeah, I remember hearing that. <laughs> I do remember hearing that. So, And I think uh, they were the first ones to bring like action figures to music yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah. And, like, it's, of course. Yeah. So uh, yeah, fun stuff. But yeah, so that's yeah, August eighth, nineteen ninety two, the Montreal incident, and uh, 
in rock and roll history with Metallica mm-hmm. and uh, James Hetfield going up in pyrotechnics. So, yeah. you know, uh, if you're somebody of our age or, you know, even somebody that's a, a big music and, you know, uh, um, somebody that's really big into music or specifically of that genre, um, it's probably something you've heard about for sure. Yep. And uh, I remember hearing about it. I remember hey, back in the day when uh, MTV played music and um, there was MTV News. Do you remember that when that oh, would break yeah. in? Yeah. With Kurt, Kurt Loader. Loder. Right. <laughs> yes, Kurt Loader. Uh, but I remember, you know, that making headlines back then on MTV yeah. News. And, oh, yeah. Um, so definitely a big, big time in, in music history, a big moment in music history. For sure. Um. So Howie. Yes, sir. It's time to kick into our next segment that I like to call Where Are They Now? I'll tell you what, if you can recognize this music, you're a genius. I see the girl who turns my world around Standing there Every time I turn around Her spirit's left in me I could see you, Troy, driving down the main drag in our local town, windows down, playing this music blaring out the windows. Absolutely. (laughs) What? Okay, Howie, uh, you know, for the suspense of everybody out there listening, what was that song? Well, that's uh, Every Time I Turn Around, but it's the theme song to Punky Brewster. And, uh, yeah, so and we thought we'd talk about the uh, star of Punky and, and kind of go from there, and, but, yeah. yeah. So, Leo Moonfry and her birthday would have been just two days ago, as we yeah. record, August 6, 1976, and she turned the ripe young age of 44 years old. Yep, still and, looks great. Um, yeah, she's, she's doing well. Um, she, um, I mean, she... She has a lot of stuff in her in her uh, background here. I mean, obviously, she got really well known for her role as Punky Brewster, um, but she was all, she also made like appearances on Different Strokes. Mm-hmm. She made appearances on uh, Saved by the Bell. She made appearances on the Wonder on the Wonder Years, um, and she actually got into a lot of voice acting too. She did a yeah. lot of cartoons. She did the Ren and Stimpy show. Um, she did the um, the this, this show called uh, the Cartoon Cartoon Show. Um, here I see her a guest appearance on Friends in 1999, um, and then um, she was on Sabrina the Teenage Witch as well uh, mm-hmm. for 66 episodes as the uh, character Roxy King. Um, so, as I like to say, Howie, <laughs> where is she now? Well, you know what I found interesting about her is she has four children, mm-hmm. and uh Take a guess on who helped deliver her four children. Who helped deliver them? Yeah. Not a stork. No. <laughs> Demi Moore, of all people, helped deliver her Get children. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Which I kind of find, like, what the heck? Where does that come from? Yeah, how um, does that tie in? Yeah, and uh, and I always like, uh, um, I always like talking about her... Um, friends and such because she was a childhood friend of melissa joan hart uh also and i know you're a big fan of uh this guy but uh mario lopez you Mm -hmm. know so she she kind of grew up in the acting role where i think both her parents were actors and okay uh, or no wait no her dad and her brother were actors and uh and they kind of uh 
you know, she kind of got hooked on the uh, acting bug through them. But uh, but yeah, she's uh, she's still as current as she was back in the day. In fact, who knows? Probably more successful. Uh, you know, she's she's done obviously Punky Brewster from 1984 to 1988. Uh, she directed a kid show which was called Kid Ninety in uh, 2021. Okay. Um, and then she did a cartoon uh, called It's Punky Brewster. And I do kind of vaguely remember this one. This is from 1985 to 86. Uh, and as I said, you know, she's a friend of Mario Lopez. So she even appeared in an episode of Saved by the Bell. And you even mm-hmm. mentioned uh, it was a spaghetti episode with Screech. Yeah, Screech, Screech's spaghetti sauce. <laughs> she played the character Robin. And um, uh, I didn't remember that until we had looked it up. And I looked and I looked at the episode. And I'm like, ah, yeah, I do remember her. She was yeah. the one. Like, that, I think she was the one trying to buy the recipe or steal the recipe or something. Yeah. Yep. So. Yeah. And, uh, and then uh, also, uh, as far as TV goes, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yep. Uh, she made some appearance. She directed, when she was only 22 years old, she directed Wild Horses, the movie. In oh, 1998, wow. um, you know, which uh, I think it starred James Franco, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, hmm. yeah, and she did a bunch of cartoons as well, including the uh, Bratz uh, cartoons. Yep. Uh, she yeah, she did a lot of voice acting. I'm yeah, seeing. she sure did. Uh, she did a lot of she even uh, made an appearance on Friends, the reunion or she had something to do with Friends, the reunion. I don't know if she directed okay. it or. Or whatever, but uh, but yeah, she's she's still as relevant as uh, she was back in the day in in the nineteen eighties, and uh, she seems to be doing well for herself. So, never was yeah, a fan I mean, of Punky Brewster as far as the show. Uh, yeah, concerned. me me either. Um, I mean, it definitely had its place in history because it's it goes down as one of the iconic shows in you know in television history. Um, yeah. And as a matter of fact, there's a reboot out right now of it. You know, Punky Brewster that she's actually in, and you know she's playing the new uh, you know adult role. Um, but um, it only was out for one season, and nothing's been announced for a second season yet. So I don't know how well that's going off. Um, but you know, feel free to check it out if yeah, that's your definitely. thing. Yeah, definitely. And uh, VH1 uh, had the 100 Greatest Kids Stars, and she ranked number 35. In that. Okay. So uh, yeah, so she made quite a career for herself and continues to do so. Yeah. But that's awesome. Good for her. Yeah. So that's the uh, the nuts and bolts of our show, right? And um, pretty much, yeah. And, summer's uh, summer's winding down, and you know it's been hard for us to kind of line up some guests here. Um, the summer months between us so going busy. on vacation like, yeah. and other people having their thing going on and uh, you know a lot of it might be the fact that the pandemic has gone and, and things have opened up and they actually have some gigs to get to now you know yeah. <laughs> although i will say it sounds like the pandem- uh, pandemic is uh, making its way back <laughs> uh, it does sound that way doesn't yeah, it i'm not a big fan of that uh, in fact my work i have to go in i have to wear a mask and a face shield Oh, boy. So, yeah, I am not looking forward to that at all. Did you, um, real quick, before we get into what we wanted to talk about next, did you uh, did you go back to work at all this week? I did. I did. I've been back okay. to work uh, for a full week now. Um, okay. So, yeah, I'm just kind of getting back into the groove of things. So, as, as we were saying here, though, I mean, um, you know, summer's wrapping up, and, uh, you know, it looks like things might be tightening down again, so we're, gonna, we're trying to line up some more guests. 
And we do have um, one guest lined up for sure. Yep. And that interview is supposedly, you know, supposed to happen this week, mm-hmm. which would make the episode drop next week. Um, yeah. So um, his name is Jay Edwards, and uh, maybe you could tell us a little bit about him, Howie? Yeah, Jay Edwards, um, and uh, it's Jay as it's in the letter J, letter yeah. J <laughs> and then Edwards. I believe he's out of Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, he, in fact, he has a daughter uh, by the name of Cricket, uh, who is also uh, on the verge of uh, making it big in country music uh, mm-hmm. out of Nashville. And she, he does, she does a couple of vocal backups with him on uh, some of his songs, uh, and she sounds amazing too. Uh, but he also does a lot of uh, opening up gigs for uh, John Schneider. Uh, from uh, the Dukes of Hazard fame, John Schneider, mm-hmm. and uh, and that's kind of how I got in touch uh, with him, uh, because uh, John and him had the same promoter, and uh, his promoter Barry uh, told me about Jay and said that he might be a, a good interview for us, and I was like, yeah, you know. In fact, uh, while I was talking to Barry. He did a three-way call with him, and uh, he was like, "Hey, here's uh, here's Jay, and you know, thought you guys would like to uh, talk it up a little bit." And it's like, "Hey, uh, I'll tell you what, the guy is so laid back, down to earth. I think we're gonna have a fun uh, chat with him." Awesome. And, uh, I don't even want to call it an interview. I think it's gonna be one of those where maybe we need to break open a cold one, Troy, and have a chat. Okay. With him. He, he's that it type of like guy. I'm down. Yeah, definitely. And uh, so I'm looking forward to chatting with Jay Edwards. And uh, here, just to give you a, a little bit of um, um, intro to his music, he's got that kind of raspy whiskey voice is, is probably the best. Uh, well, I like when I when I Googled his name real quick, uh, his website is jayedwardsmusic.net. And um, the the headline of his, of his um, when you click on his link or whatever, yeah. the headline says Jay Edwards Blue collar country rock and roller. That's yeah. what it says. So. Yeah, he seems like, like I said, he seems like a cool guy. And if you look at him, uh, he looks like he's right out of ZZ Top, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely got the beard. Yeah, he sure does. Uh, so here's a little uh, clip of Jay. Such a good voice. I love this. Yeah, it's, it, it's really relevant to today's country, too, right? Because you think of people like Chris Stapleton. Oh, yeah. And uh, you know what I mean? Like, it, it has that rasp to it and yep. that, that, feel, that feel to it. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, uh, yeah. He's one of those guys where you can walk into like a bar or, or a club setting and he's up on stage and you just stop everything you're doing and just watch. Yep. You know? Yep. So, yeah, yeah, I'm really excited to listen to him and um, and to talk to him because uh, I'm, I'm digging it. I'm actually digging. It. I'm, I, for some reason, you know, it's really weird because when you and I started doing interviews and such, like um, neither of us were really like country music fans. No. Right? you know what I mean. No. Um, what the heck is I wrong with my, us? I don't know, but I find myself listening to more country than I've listened to in mm-hmm. 30 years. Oh so my gosh! Uh, and you know what? Honestly, I think the reason why we're starting to listen to it, these people that we're talking to. 
they're the nicest people in the world. You know, and you start rooting for them, you know, like the Wildfires and uh, Sarah Harrelson's and, you know, all those folks. Taylor Marie Wagner. Yeah, all those folks. Casey Curry. Yeah, I mean, all those folks that we interviewed, uh, you just want to, like, you just want to root for their success because of how nice they are. Yep. And uh, and I think Jay's no exception to that rule. I I just can't wait to hear, like, the direction he wants to go or where he's Mm -hmm. been and uh, and what he's going to be doing. Uh, it's just going to be interesting, you know, and he's out, he's right out of Nashville, so he's right in the yep. heart of country music world, so, uh, but yeah, he'll be a lot of fun to chat with, I think. Yeah, absolutely, so, Jay Edwards coming up uh, next week, if everything goes according to plan, let's keep our fingers crossed, nothing happens there, but um, it'll be a yeah. great time to talk to him. And, and another one that we're looking to interview in the very near future, uh, I've been uh, texting back and forth with her and uh, this girl Annabelle um, Mayer I think is how you say her last name Mayer mm-hmm. or Meyer um, but uh, anyway she appeared on Good Morning America just recently uh, with her music only 15 years old That's and, incredible. Uh, and that girl sounds amazing too so I'm hoping that we can get her lined up in the near future mm-hmm. uh, in fact I already sent her a date of a possible interview with us. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so hopefully that'll pan out soon. And, uh, speaking of Barry, who's, uh, Jay's promoter, Barry also, uh, has a list of names for us. Um, that's on his, um, uh, list, you know, as far as mm-hmm. his, uh, clients. And, um, you know, one of them is, uh, if you ever heard of, uh, live PD, remember that show? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think it's one of the main characters from that, uh, which uh, James Craigmile is, um, you know, possibly, uh, you know, a, a guest coming up in the near future for us. So, yeah, awesome. we, we have lots planned and, uh, you know, yeah, we're getting back into the groove, right? Yeah, we are. I'm looking forward to it. We got I'm football excited. season. Oh, we my got gosh, football yeah. season coming up. So we're going to have our pick show coming up and um, we're hoping to have um couple other people join us in the pick segment yeah if it's something you're interested in you're listening and would like to join us please let us know you know mm-hmm. whether it's through email through social media through contacting one of us personally if you know us yeah um whatever it may be just let us know and you know we'll we can probably figure a way to add you in and you know maybe what? make a little fun out of this i was just gonna thing, say you know? we should come up with a plan where you know the the winner i think we said something about this last year but we didn't it just never fell through or it did okay. fall through, I should say. Um, but, uh, you know, some type of trophy or, or maybe even like a T-shirt saying, you know, um, you know, champion, you know. And then on the yeah. on the back of our T-shirt, it'll have like who won the champion that year. So, obviously, yeah. Bruce would be the top of that list for last year. The inaugural champion. Yep, the inaugural champion. He is the Green <laughs> Bay of Stay Tuned. With Troy and Howie football picks, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, what a title! I mean, that that'll be on his headstone, right? Oh, I think so. I think so. I'm going to request it. So, you know what's interesting about Bruce? Uh, I don't even know if Bruce knows this yet, but uh, his son goes to Penn State, uh, just like my son. And, okay. Uh, my son has been talking with his son about uh, possibly rooming up on off-campus housing so uh oh my goodness yeah so we might have lots of stories to say with this uh, (laughs) you know (laughs) Uh, Uh, i guess i gotta get out to a bigger lead this year so that bruce can't catch me next year yeah there you go there you go you know what bruce 
Bruce just treads lightly. He's just one of those that just paddles in the water. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. you know, when that final lap comes around, he's going headstrong. Oh, man. <laughs> well, I think that's uh, that's it for this week, Howie. Yes, it is. I think we've said a lot. We've said nothing, but we've said so much. <laughs> yeah, we've accomplished nothing, but yet said a lot, right? That's what we do. That's right. We do it best. So, all right. So, all right. So, cool deal. But, uh, but yeah. Anyway, uh, we look forward to uh, chatting with Jay. And uh, yeah, until uh, next time, I think we'll close out with a little bit of more Jay Edwards, and uh, we'll see you folks next week here at Stay Tuned. Thank you for listening to another episode. Please like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at StayTunedTNH. Email us, StayTunedTNH at gmail.com. And uh, whichever podcast avenue you're listening to us on, Google, Apple, Spotify, uh, please subscribe, share, rate, and review. And until next week, stay tuned.